Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Indie Popsicle. It's your host Carissa, and you know on the show I like to talk about good tunes, good food, and good reads. And today, I feel like I say this every week that I'm super excited, but I really am so excited to be interviewing my best friend, Meg. So welcome to the show, Meg. Would you like to introduce yourself? (laughs) Hi, I am said Meg. How's it going? (laughs) (laughs) Meg and I have known each other for about five years now, I guess. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I've only been in this country for seven, so that's kind of crazy. Wait, that's weird. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah, well, we've known each other for five years. Um, Have really been close for about one year, I'd say. Yeah. And yeah, Meg is a multi-talented individual who has her own shirt company, sings songs, studies criminal cybersecurity, and really just does it all. So I thought she'd be great to have. Great to have here today. Thank you. Thank you. So kind. <laughs> of course, of course. Do you wanna do you wanna start by talking a little bit about your shirt brand, Harana? Yeah, sure. So Carissa already knows this, obviously. So this is for the purposes of everybody else. But um, in junior year of my high school, I worked at McDonald's. Um, it took away probably like three years of my life. It was very stressful. Everybody was rude. Yada, yada, what you expect. But I was like, I can't keep working here. So I used my paycheck to buy a heat press that was like less than $200. So it's like one of the cheap ones just because I wanted to make shirts and make money off of it. Generally, I didn't make enough money, obviously, to like not work anymore. But it was it was nice to do. I had fun with it. Um, So I did a bunch of just random designs. And I just had people DM me on Instagram, like what they wanted. I screen, not screen printed, but I used the heat press on the shirts, sent it to them. It was like 17 to $20 each. So it was very cheap. It's just a very casual thing. Um, and for a while there, I didn't do much with it because I was getting ready for college. But I need another outlet. So as soon as, well, quarantine started, I had the chance to sit down and think about it. And so I decided I was going to do screen printing this time to make everything super, you know, super, like, make the quality even better. Um And I was thinking about the way I was going to do my drops and my designs, and I decided not to do just the random art anymore. And this time I was going to do every design was a theme or a message that was important to me. And yeah, I just thought that would be perfect because a lot of times when I was doing art in high school, it was always based off of something that happened in my life or a song that's super important to me. It's mostly based around music, so I decided I was just going to bring that into the shirt designs and yeah i started a website and here we are now oh. and here we are and they're beautiful they're amazing shirts Thank every you. time i wear mine even the old ones even the the vintage if you vintage. will vintage Harana, i get compliments mm-hmm. people are like oh wow your shirt's so cool and i'm like oh my gosh my friend made it like you should totally check it out <laughs> um but yeah they're really cool and i i mean I love just hearing the meaning behind each and every one of the drops. So far, there's been two. Yes. Um, 
And the first one is about the name Harana and also the phrase that goes with it, which I was looking it up before. Like, I know you've told me it. You've told me the story, but I forgot yes. it a little bit. So, <laughs> it's okay. Translation of, and I didn't realize it's like, it's a song, like, I guess a common karaoke song. I don't know. That's what Google was telling me. Yes. But if you want to elaborate on, I'm probably going to say this wrong. Usapaba Angharana. That's pretty good, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's a song in the Philippines uh, with the name Harana, um, and it's one of the very, very popular love songs over there. Um, if you tell a Filipino that comes from the Philippines or grew up with a Filipino, they'll probably know it. Um, so it's pretty much... Okay, so I have to say the meaning of the word first, just to make it make sense. But Harana means serenade in the Philippines, but... Um, back then, like a long, long time ago, it meant a very specific sort of serenade. So it's when you feel like you like somebody and you want to court them, because courting was the thing, you know. Um, if you wanted to court them, you had to bring an instrument and a few of your friends and stand outside the girl's family. Usually it's a guy to a girl. It's very a uh, straight people thing. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, so the guy would bring a guitar and bring a few of his friends and sing a song to the girl professing his love. And it would be in front of her house where there's her whole family. So it's a very vulnerable thing to do because, you know, you, you're not sure if this person will take you or if their family will take you. And you're just putting your heart out on the line publicly. Um, and I thought that's like a very, very sweet thing a very sweet sentiment and I kind of wrote that into the shirt design in a way um, through the song that came out a few years ago. Um, so the song Harana has a line called Uso Baba Ang Harana and that's asking like is Harana still popular? Like can I still do it? Is this still acceptable? Aww. Yeah so I was just like you know, I wanna I wanted to bring that in just because a lot of times I find it hard to be sincere on the internet just because a lot of times if you follow me it's just a lot of silly jokes and sarcasm. And you don't have to be serious on the internet, obviously. It's just the internet. But um I feel like it shouldn't be hard to be sensitive. It shouldn't be uncool to let out your feelings on the internet because it is a place for people to speak if, even if they can't speak to other people like in real life so we should create that space where people can open up and be sensitive because they need it you know definitely i'm about to start tearing up over here that is just so sweet i, I love how tender and pure the type of romance that kind of serenading is like it just sounds so so sweet you know what i mean right like very different from like I guess romantic culture today you know what I mean right I think it's sweet and it's scary I feel like that's why a lot of people have strayed away from the public you know professions sure. of love yeah I'd probably be embarrassed if somebody came to my window that's fan behavior if you ask me oh um, yeah <laughs> yeah you have to be real special for me to to like you doing that 
who would be who who would be the person you'd want to see underneath your window serenading you? <laughs> oh my god, I already know yours is gonna be like Omar Apollo <laughs> or like Dominic Fike. <laughs> you know Omar Apollo is gonna be underneath there. Yeah, I say his little songs. Yeah, I say it's gotta be real special for you to do that, but I feel like my list is like so long. Like if Nathan Fielder, if Nathan Fielder <laughs> came came to my window right now. I would ask my boyfriend per- for permission and be like, hey, <laughs> actually, no, I won't. I'd just be like, hey, Nathan Fielder's outside my window. I'm going to go hang out with him real quick. I'll be right back. But yeah. Nathan, for you, tries her on a tricer. Yes. God, I love that. That's that's beautiful. Yeah, that's I think I'd let him help my business, to be honest. <laughs> You'd let him give you professional business advice? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Valid. I'm surprised you didn't say um, your favorite white boy. Which one? <laughs> oh, no. Turner. Okay. <laughs> I just, I'm just not sure. You know, everybody says something else. Which one? <laughs> but Alex Turner is one of them, yes. He's one of the white boy exceptions. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a wild guess and say that Ross Lynch is also on the list. I think that wasn't even a wild guess. You know, you know <laughs> this for sure. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I showed Carissa the "Can't Take My Eyes Off of You" video that Ross Lynch performed the other night. I let me just say my jaw was on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, indoctrinated. Just, indoctrinated, exactly. <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah, enough about white men. <laughs> enough about white men. They do not deserve that amount of time on, on air. Um, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so, Harana, very cool. Um, <laughs> do you have a favorite shirt design from when you first started out? Because I loved all the things, like all the... Ooh. All the, I, I mean, some of them were memes, but it was just good. You know what I mean? <laughs> some of them were memes, yeah. Um, so one of them that I really liked was the Childish Gambino one. The one that you have, I think. That was sick, yeah. Yes, just because I, I really liked that I did something to the design for that one. Because yeah. some of the designs were pretty basic, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But they were, I mean, you had a Kendrick Lamar one too, right? Oh, yes. that I liked that one a lot too. That was good. Yeah. And then there was like the I Want to Die shirt. That was also, that's that's the first one I modeled for you. Right. That, okay. Yeah, that was around the time when, you know, that kind of edgy phrase <laughs> yes. was super popular for everyone to say. Um, and Yikes. at some point I had to take down the that shirt just because I felt bad. Um, yeah. Because at some point, like, one of my teachers, my music teachers, came up to me and said, like, what does that mean? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to tell you. Because you get really serious about it and be like, you know, give me a whole lesson about it. So I was just like, okay, it's probably better. Uh, More sensitive to not keep it up there. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Wow. Yeah, what a time to be 15. <laughs> and on the internet. Uh, 15 and on the internet. This is... Tr- I'm trying to think. I think I was just 15 and on Pinterest, not even on, like, the deep internet, so... That means you're just, you just one of the good ones. 
Mm. But that's what I, that's what I, I don't know. Like what, what I say now is like, if you're on Pinterest, I'll probably trust you. Oh, that, thank you. I appreciate that. I yeah. feel like I'm a trustworthy person. I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like people that still like go on Pinterest every day now, like you just have you just have to have some sort of like pureness within you <laughs> to like go on Pinterest every day. I, I did make a recipe last night from Pinterest. <laughs> Not even kidding. <laughs> this is exactly my point. <laughs> um so yeah, there we go. Um Oh, what about the most recent one? Feet off the ground. Yes. That has a lot of musical background, which I appreciate. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like a lot of them... Actually, I mean, all of them Wait. so far have, have had a musical background. Even the ones I did before, like, this official Harana. When I, in high school, it was a lot of musical ones, now that I think about it. Oh, true. I guess so. Well, well I guess because I'm thinking of the playlist you made with it. Yes. Feet off the ground. It's such a... I feel like it's such a universal thing, especially mm -hmm. within the last year of people feeling stuck with who they are and where they are physically and wanting to be out there taking risks and, you know, justifying, like, the end results for the pain. And I think that's just a lot of what it's about, you know? Yeah, it's good. I think my favorite feet off the ground like a verse that talks about it it's in the uh, regina specter song um yes. not not sam what is it fidelity? fidelity yes yeah fidelity like the bank um no but that's a good song like <laughs> always one foot on the ground i never yeah. opened up my heart truly or something like that yeah it was um i've never loved nobody fully always one foot on the ground and by protecting my heart truly, I got lost in the sounds I hear in my mind. And that song is just like a perfect representation of it, I think. Because at some point, she also says, like, what if I never ever met you? What if we never mm. fell in love? What if I kept on singing love songs just to break my own fall? Mm. Like, what if, I, yeah, what if you didn't take the fall? What if you didn't meet that person? What if you've never had it at all? Would you rather not have it or just have it? and take it with the pain that comes with it you know yeah oh yeah i know one i think one of the things we bond over is both being suckers for like that kind of lyric lyricism writing words for sure theme in media absolutely hence the alex turner <laughs> and taylor swift fanaticism yes hence the sobbing my eyes out and shaking like a baby after watching jojo rabbit yes yes love is very important yeah it is uh oh that was cheesy but you know like it is it is um yeah so thank you for sharing about those shirts and the meanings behind them i just think they're so important like i know you post about it you say it but like I know I loved hearing the story firsthand, and I'm like, everybody needs to hear the story <laughs> firsthand. So now the entire internet can find it and listen to it. Thank um, you. Of course. Um, but you, again, woman of many talents, you sing, you make music, you play instruments, you do it all. 
you have a song out on the internet. Are we allowed oh. to talk about it? <laughs> I mean, we can. It's it's a very silly little song. I it's think. a silly little song, but it's cute. I, it was very... I think if generations go back and they're like, hmm, mom, what was 2020? Like, that's a very... I think it encapsulates beginning of quarantine very well. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Uh... I just got like my very first recording equipment and you know I wanted to make something simple and it was just a simple like bedroom pop song in the key of C but generally yeah the lyrics are very very oh you're in the first stages of quarantine you don't know what's happening next (laughs) and isn't it crazy here we are a year later Mm mm-hmm still in the midst of it still in the midst of it but um yeah hit you up a nice little jingle right it's definitely (laughs) yeah it's definitely uh like when you're in the beginning stages of quarantine and your like only communication with people is like through the internet you know yeah it's very very scary to start talking to someone online for the first time after like only talking once in real life but you want to keep that connection is like do i want to send you a message right because it's easy it's easy to just say things behind a screen sometimes and it's like oh well will there be that same spark in real life in person right yeah um yeah (laughs) i also i just because it's so fun to talk about music i mean this is kind of what the show is about music but Mm -hmm. talking about music with you um i have a few favorite playlists that you've made just because (laughs) yes one of them being committing crimes with the girls just because simply if you are angry and you need to drive around or if you're at the gym or working out at home like if you need energy that is what to listen to i would you like to share a couple of your favorite songs from it oh yeah totally (laughs) <laughs> also, it's a great playlist for if you want to commit crimes with your girl. <laughs> yeah, if you ever just like, you know. If you want to commit crime. Commit crime. For legal reasons, this is a joke. Yes. Um, but if you ever just want to casually, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Crimes with the girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely one of my favorite songs is that one song from Chico. I don't know how to say the title because it's in Japanese, but. It, okay. It's the second um, song on the album, yes. on the playlist, the album. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's a second song. Chico is like a Japanese, Chinese. Actually, the title on here is in Chinese and Japanese. It's like a mix of both. Um, so they're this like rock, math rock band that my friend Billy showed me. And I just started listening to all their songs and they're so talented in a way that sometimes math rock can be like super, like, you know, too much or like math they, rock, math rock. Yeah. Like the subject math. Yeah. Like, and then rock. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So it's okay. this genre. It's pretty much very like music theory based. It's very progressive. <laughs> it's like progressive <laughs> indie rocks. And it's like, yeah, it's a lot of guitar mostly is what you're going to hear in it. Um, Sounds very complicated. There's always a lot going on. I'm definitely not describing it in the most musical way, but that's how I see it. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree. I 
always like to say that I'm very good at describing music in a non-musical way because I don't know all the terms. <laughs> like when I talk to people like Billy or shout out Ryan, um, he's like, well, actually, it's a C major fret skip five. Double bass. I don't know. Like I'm like, okay. And it sounds like cool motorcycles driving <laughs> off into the night very fast thank you very much like i don't know but that's cool to know so i guess if you're interested in music theory then you should check out math rock yes i love how i love how you did a ryan voice <laughs> shout out everybody that knows what ryan says Aww. he's great yeah. um but yeah okay so that's cool um yeah also, the Rico Nasty songs in there that everybody oh, knows. Gosh. You know, Oh For Real. Oh, for, yes. Yes. It's just, there's so much. I think you have Bikini Kill in there, too. Yes. Shout yeah. out Haley. Our friend Haley. Shout out Haley. <laughs> is the one who introduced me to Bikini Kill. And they're oh, great. So good. Oh, it's so good. Listening to that. Ooh, mm, great <laughs> memories. Great memories. Um, Yes. So we talked about playlists a little bit, talked about year music, briefly touched on Arctic Monkeys, Alex Turner, um, <laughs> which I would like to say a song that reminds me of you. Like whenever I hear it, I'm like, Meg, uh, Sweet Dreams, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Always by the last shot of puppets. I just I hear it and I'm like, yep. She's the first day of spring. <laughs> septum piercing. I mean, you don't have a septum piercing, but like. It's the line. We can, pretend. <laughs> we can, we the can pretend. I really want one so bad, but I'm glad my propaganda has been working and that that song is now reminding you of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Megcore. Meg, oh my god. Uh, I mean, side note, I saw a TikTok making fun of all that where he was like, um, I'm very hungry core right now. I could be very bread pilled right now. <laughs> I'm very hungry core right now. I could use some being bread pilled, you know? Yeah, just adding like pilled and core. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) I have just been adding um, these like song snippets of The Last Shadow Puppets, especially, I think on my last birthday too. It's my goal to have everybody associate with me with that song at some point. Yes. (laughs) I did post that song with your birthday i was like "Mm, it's for her it's for her yes that's what it was (laughs) (laughs) i mean your birthday is the first day of spring so it really is you really just you really wowed us all by saying spring is here i am here yes hello world last last day of pisces first day of spring oh yeah you're right Mm -hmm. oh my gosh very cool so yeah i like that song i like i like listening to it with you i like that i only started listening to arctic monkeys after high school because of you (laughs) it's never too late you have to you have to get past the am fanaticism that's going on because am is a great album but it's very associated with cigarettes and black and white pictures and lana del rey and i would I would go to school if Lana Del Rey were my teacher, like, <laughs> 2014, you know? Yes. I think my first, I'm trying to think of my first impression of you, you know, we, okay, for context, we went to a small arts high school. Um, yes. Yes. That's enough. Um, <laughs> and me- you see Meg and you're like, 
wow, I want to be her friend. Like, especially freshman year. She's got the Arctic Monkey shirt. Oh my Not God. like a fan. Oh. Like, one she's made, okay? The black boots. <laughs> <laughs> the ukulele. No! <laughs> and I was like, I, I want to, I'm too scared to talk to her. <laughs> Why are you putting me on blast? You could put me on blast right now. Go oh ahead. my god. Okay, so I think in very different ways we were those kids. Cause I was Oh my god, yes. I was definitely like you can tell I was on Tumblr, you know? Right. Like you could tell that I read those text posts. Yes. I think I was like where you were Tumblr girl, I was Pinterest girl. Yes, I wore the sure. in my hair. Yes, I wore the sundresses to school. <laughs> yeah you were like carried around a book uh, yes i was a theater kid okay there I said <laughs> <laughs> was. okay but you were you were mostly in tech theater which is arguably is way cooler than regular theater <laughs> no, stop there's no cool theater kid <laughs> period <laughs> period see but then i can just imagine like the tech theater kids being like on the the balcony of the black box instead of the stage and on the balcony they just complain about the theater kids that are on stage <laughs> and it just reminds me of that movie like like uh they're doing it again <laughs> <laughs> it was so like it was so dramatic for no reason but like what what else do you expect from art school students it was just Honestly, it was victorious. It was literally it was. victorious. Like, we didn't have the lockers or anything, but we had the black box theater. We had mm-hmm. the eccentric theater teacher. No, ma- like, that was like, almost bald. <laughs> almost bald. He looked like an Olympic like weight lifter. Yeah. Except he had a, he had a degree in physics. No way. Oh, Is yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. What? He had oh, a physics bachelor's degree. Damn. Yeah. Um, respect to that man. Anyways. Cool. Anyways. Oh, but I think the key point, like the key point that we need to mention here is the dome. Oh yeah. So listen, we didn't have a lunchroom. Um <laughs> <laughs> Florida school budget, am I right? Yep. Um, no lunchroom. Instead, we had this and no like the th- art school theater was our main source of like bringing revenue into the school. We did not have an actual stage. We built the stage on the little collapsible platforms in this outdoor covered area for every big show that we did. Yes. Um, very funny. Very cool. Very great place to be. Definitely. Also just hilarious. Like, I, it's just, like, I'm going to say it. It's just funny to, like, look back and laugh at and, like, yes, theater kids deserve to be bullied just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. It's all about balance, if you ask me. That's okay. Well, technically, we had the theater kids and the band kids. It was just our whole school. Oh, it was so fun. See, the band, I remember one time, I think I tried sitting with, like, band kids and, like, the art kids. And I just, I didn't, I I truly had no clue what anyone was talking about. And it's like... <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm gonna, um, like, I gotta go to class. <laughs> it's okay. I was, you know, I was, well, when we say band kids at our school, we had jazz bands. We didn't have, like, a regular marching band. So when I say I'm a band kid, just take it lightly that I was a band kid. <laughs> so I was in one of the jazz bands, and I'll tell you, sometimes I don't know what they're talking about. 
but they always do play that one song that one jet the oh i think you're talking about blue bossa yes <laughs> okay so there's there's, there's a little history <laughs> background on meganized um <laughs> adolescence yes. <laughs> Um, along with the, I think a crew, I don't think this episode would be complete without us mentioning a key part in why we became friends in the first place, which is oh, uh, <laughs> oh, talking about Percy Jackson. Yes, oh. man. <laughs> That's one of the things that I say now. If you were or are a Percy Jackson fan, I am more likely to trust you. Yes, it just it go it comes with the territory. Like yeah, if like I really hope you like Percy Jackson more than Harry Potter. Not in a bad way, just like, I don't know. Well, I got <laughs> Fine, Harry Potter, whatever. Society knows enough about that. But Percy Jackson, like, it's just, you see somebody, you're like, oh, you read Percy Jackson? You read Percy Jackson? You read, yeah, yeah? Who's your godly parent? Oh, Athena? Cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's less popular than Harry Potter. Yes. But the people that do know about it, it's just, like, such a good community. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I have, like, that's how I'm, that's how I'm friends with Ryan, too. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think, but, like, what's so funny, we're talking about this. No, we weren't 10 years old bonding over this. We didn't know each other when we were 10 years old. Th- these We were 14. <laughs> 14, Okay. I think 15 or 16 by the time we, <laughs> right. um, yeah, but yeah, so Meg and I are both heavy bookworms, um, both really liked to read a lot when we were younger, both still avidly are big fans of Percy Jackson and Greek mythology in general. <laughs> yes, I know there was a period there where everybody w- was bullying Percy Jackson kids, but you know what, that's not stopping me. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's it never funny. will. <laughs> yeah. Um. So w- one thing that Carissa hasn't mentioned is oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that year when we first became friends, oh, no. um, the month of August <laughs> came along, and we know everybody knows everybody in the whole world knows that that's the month of percy jackson's birthday you know say it with me (laughs) Uh, so we found out that we liked percy jackson we knew like three or four other people (laughs) like precisely precisely like four people that liked percy jackson shout out to those people i love you guys um you know who you, you know are. who you are we were like okay tomorrow we're gonna come wearing blue we're gonna bring blue food <laughs> somebody brought a happy birthday sign somebody brought a happy birthday sign and it, we so we went to that said dome that we mentioned before because we don't have a cafeteria and there were tables there so we just put all the food down and had the happy birthday sign up and we ate the food <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> we had a whole birthday party yeah so if you guys someone that doesn't exist yes if you guys don't know percy jackson whenever it was his birthday his mom would make blue food because it was his favorite color we were just a couple and like a bunch of like nerds nerds yeah and we wanted to celebrate it was fun yeah i had a good time it was honestly really fun but i think what was so funny is when a teacher came up and they're like oh whose birthday is it happy birthday and we're like 
um yeah <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> and then they asked if they could take a picture and then that lived on the high school's website under the student page for quite some time oh yeah and it's in the yearbook oh my god it's in the yearbook uh-huh, i have it in the yearbook <laughs> behind <Stop>. me <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i th- i think i wore i didn't wear blue i i, I do I still have it. I have a Camp Hathaway t-shirt. Um, Me too. So I wore that. Um, I love when I wear it now and people are like, is, is, that, a, is that a Percy Jackson shirt? I'm like, yes, it is. Do you like it? <laughs> Do you like it? Do you like my Percy Jackson shirt? <laughs> I'm not kidding. If I see Percy Jackson on your bookshelf... <laughs> as a grown adult like i i can't help but like feel something i'm just like oh wow (laughs) wow (laughs) good you have good taste Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh well um yeah so that's very fun um but yeah we we like sharing books i'm trying to think i also borrowed a book I i borrowed the giver from you this summer yes that made me cry that's a very important book i think everyone should read it absolutely uh, what's another book are you reading any books right now um well carissa recently gave me a poetry book um, for like left for by by walt whitman so i've been trying to go through that um nice. and in a less cool way i am <laughs> rereading <laughs> <laughs> some old ya stuff you know wait but that's comforting it's very comforting and it also opened my eyes to a lot of things uh, about how I grew up. So recently I read, well, I've been reading the Mortal Instruments series. Okay. I, I didn't read those, but I remember them being very popular. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm, I've just been rereading those cause those, that was like one of my favorite series in like my whole life. Um, I'm on the fourth book right now, but um, I'm realizing one of the kind of annoying things about the series is that it definitely gave off a lot of pick me, like internalized mm. misogyny elements to the main character. Yeah, I think that's with a lot of young adult fiction, if we're being honest. For sure. Because, well, a lot of it you read because, you know, most of the time it's because you want to feel special. Not going to lie. Yeah. Like, if you, if you were not very popular at school, it's like... It's fun. I spend my free periods in the library. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, at some point, yeah, there were a lot of bullies in middle school. At some point, like, my teachers had to confiscate the books because I didn't want to pay attention. <gasps> and they called my parents. They were like, oh my god. Yeah, they were like, hey, she's reading too much. And we're like, we didn't even want her to bring the book to school. And this sounds like a weird, like, oh, I'm so quirky, but it's like... No, it's true. I believe you. Like, I... I but yeah gosh ew ew and because i know the school oh man that just makes me want to punch people yeah it was a fun little well i was doing it in class too so like (laughs) it's understandable (laughs) but you're smart like you probably knew everything already that they were going over did i though (laughs) did i i don't know yeah but um, <laughs> definitely one of the things is a lot of internalized misogyny where there was this super cool girl and like other character in the book. She was like a badass. She wore heels all the time. She was very pretty, very confident about herself. 
but for some reason like it was like not painted out to be a bad thing but there were like negative connotations towards it it's like oh she's just like she just gets all the men she wants and it's like yeah let her have it or if there's like other girls staring at the guy and she's like oh look at those girls over there just staring at him for his looks it's like okay like what if he's cute let the girls yeah let the girls think he's cute let let them look respectfully absolutely they're allowed but the the rest of the series is really good like the plot lines and the adventure is very fun and the love story is fun it's just that part that kind of like rubs me very wrong you know yeah i'm not gonna lie John Green wrote some pick me girls that I really couldn't stand. Like, oh, Margot, <laughs> oh, Margot from Paper Towns. Yes, I could not, I was just annoyed with her half the book. Like, yeah, so I, uh, <laughs> this just sounds like us not capitalizing things now, but hers was like a different level. Stop. She was like, I just randomly capitalize like any letter in a word because you know not make the other letters feel more important no letters feel more important than the others and it's like okay shut up it's like oh and i fell for that too i was like okay (laughs) i have a journal where i I was like i just finished reading such a good book it's called paper (laughs) let me tell you why it changed my life I uh, yeah. One thing Chris and I talked about recently is how we both read Paper Town separately as kids, <laughs> and we both took notes on the yes. book. Who yes. takes notes on a novel, on a young adult novel? Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, um, I because it's very much that I'm not like other girls' theme, but like when in reality we are we are the other girls that are like each other that are not like other girls. Right. So we're just uh, the girls. We're just, the, it's just, just, we're just the girls. Yeah. The girlies, the besties. It's just a lot of girls, all the girls are fun. There's just different flavors of girls, you know? Uh, yes, I love. I love I, all the flavors of women. I love, I love, I love women. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's, I think what I do enjoy about maturing and getting older mm-hmm. is realizing like oh my gosh we can all be friends like we not that I wasn't like oh my god I'm not gonna talk to like I wasn't like that in high school like I wasn't like mm-hmm. I don't hang out with girls because they're stupid I was like oh, I have so much school I can't hang out with anyone yeah. but um it's very nice to like reconnect with those people that you have shared lots of similar interests with and like be like this is cool let's right be friends let's bond over the i don't know it's nice yeah i feel like generally everybody that's our age is realizing even like a few years ago everybody started realizing and pushing away the inner internalized misogyny stuff because yeah generally i feel like most if not all young teenage girls go through that phase and i don't know why but the internalized misogyny yeah the internalized misogyny yeah. the pick me the i'm not like other girls i feel like yeah. most girls not all but most girls go through that stage and i like for me i feel like it's because of books like the mortal instrument that did that or maybe movies like 10 things i hate about you 
<laughs> wait stop that's a good movie it's, it's a good movie but not gonna lie cat was kind of like cat did not like yeah, popular girls true. for being popular you know yeah oh wait you know what i wrote freshman year in miss cruz's class like a dissert not a dissertation but my fi- i think my final paper was like comparing comparing yeah compare and contrast cat from 10 things i hate about you and um the, the taming of the shrew, the shrew yeah the taming of the shrew um so <laughs> one fun thing is that that was actually not one of the options for the final exam i told her i was like hey miss Bruce, um i know this movie that was kind of based off of that can you add this as an option and she's like i'll think about it and she added it to the options i was like hey, yes <laughs> stop wait i wait did i write that wait now i'm thinking if i wrote my paper on that where i may have there was like one where it talked about like vocabulary and words and like choice of word. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could find that was that was a great class. That's the reason I can write. Only reason I could write is because of Marisol Cruz. Oh, she was Shout so out to her. good. She was um, so good. Marisol Cruz, if you're listening to this, I think I would shed a tear. Like I genuinely <laughs> would. Listen, like she was the coolest teacher ever. She came to school on her motorcycle. Okay. Yes and her motorcycle and her pixie cut oh her motorcycle her pixie cut her leftover stew in an old talenti gelato container um (laughs) gummy vitamins on the windowsill making us write poetry about radiohead lyrics like you can't beat you cannot beat that class yeah i think at some point you had we had an assignment Uh, this might be straying away from the topic a little bit we had an assignment um that you have to pretend like you're someone else or like a certain character and you had to write a poem in that voice because the whole thing yeah. yeah the whole thing was about voice and i wrote myself as like a robot finding love this is so cheesy but that was like one of the most fun assignments i've ever had to do in an english class that's i that's really cool i remember when she had us do i forget what poet was known for this perhaps hemingway i don't know but writing like a poet poem on a napkin like just a few lines Mm -hmm. she had us do that and i just remember like i don't know why i remember this but like we were reading native son and i think we had to do it from like ma's the mom's perspective Mm -hmm. so i wrote a little poem wrote a little diddly do Mm -hmm. and she was like this is great this is i don't know right (laughs) i mean you get it validation from teachers is like oh people like us could possibly want in high school yeah especially marisol cruz like if she gave you like higher than 95 like you are good god (laughs) if you had an a in that oh yes anyways that was good class (laughs) but i hated it when i was in the class because i was stupid and naive but i look back and i'm thankful um yeah (laughs) we all we all we all were stupid and naive at some point. It's okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and again, we're hopping around all over the place, but there's just so many great things to talk about <laughs> with you. And also, I feel like everything that I enjoy, ta- like food, music, books, what I talk about here on the show, we have fond memories over all three topics. Right. So For sure. last and most certainly not least I think we need to talk about food quite a little bit. Yes. Starting with carbs. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Carbs? No, wait. 
<laughs> barbs, more like carbs. I'd rather eat bread than listen to Nicki Minaj. <laughs> um, that's just uh, that's peak quarantine. Us absolutely losing our mind. We were each other's quarantine buddy. Like we were yes. the person we would see. So, you know, um, we went through a very big just eating a bunch of bread phase. But that's just my life. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, bread is. Bread. <laughs> bread the bread, bread of bread is bread. That's what John Mulaney said. <laughs> the bread of bread is bread. Oh my gosh. Not me just repeating that in my mind at my aunt's funeral because I couldn't keep it together. And oh. I just remembered the Catholic Church and I was like, the bread of bread is bread. <laughs> oh. That's so weirdly sad and funny at the same time. It was, I know, because like, I don't know, that like, what do you do in situations like that aside from like to, keep from losing it in front of a bunch of yeah so the bread of bread is bread because i didn't grow up in catholic church so i just i was like john mulaney's yeah um yeah yeah <laughs> i'm sorry my dog <gasps> yeah. um yeah you guys should look at my instagram to see yoda he's very cute he's the only pug i love um yeah uh but food um oh one thing i wanted to talk about you i remember one time we were talking well one of the first times we hung out like outside of school you went to grab a lemon slice because they had free lemon slices and i was like oh i mean i like lemons too but like cool i guess and then you said you always had a food that you ate when you binge like not binged a certain show but would like watch a certain show can you elaborate on that? Because I just think it's really cool. It's a cool story. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So are we talking about lemons too? <laughs> we can talk about lemons too. Well, yeah. Uh, I like lemons is the gist of the story. Anyway. Um, so yeah, whenever I watch a show, I would make a certain food at the beginning of that show. But then I was like, oh, that was good. So I'll just make the same food. And then whenever I eat that food, I have to be watching that show because now I associate them with each other and I can't eat without watching anything because my brain doesn't work like that. Um, so yeah, every time like I watch a show and now I just have a certain food that I associate with it that I make every time I watch it. So for example, when I watch Community, I just think of these uh, instant noodles from the Philippines that I eat all the time. Mm. Um, when I watch this Korean show, it's called Heartstrings, uh, I think about the shin ramen which is just another different kind of noodle <laughs> that i eat every time i just say uh fried rice with like the office it's very it's a very like useless <laughs> kind of thing but i don't know it just works that way in my head i like it i thought it was very cute i don't know i was like gotta mention <laughs> yeah I've... and wasn't the, isn't there a show that goes with hot cheetos yes um it might be it might be Parks and Rec. Okay. I can't tell yet. Oh or Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's okay. yeah, I I have just watched all of the sitcom shows <laughs> on the internet. And I mean, I think I know what, what one of your favorite is. I'm gonna guess. Is it community? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> community is the best show. Which I still have to watch. I feel like a bad friend. Um. Oh no, don't feel bad. <laughs> That's, I feel like that's one thing that's unique with you as a friend is that, like, you always want to, like, you're always very interested in, like, 
what we say we're interested in. So like, if I say I'm interested in this band, you always like listen to it and tell us your thoughts, which I appreciate so much. Like, I feel like that's so, because like sometimes you tell me you're like, oh, I like this. You're like, okay, cool. And it's like, that's fine too. But you got your way to like watch the movie to know like, like how we feel about it or to feel it as well. And I think that's just really neat. Oh, thank you, Meg. I just, I mean, like, if it, I don't know, I like, I like knowing what people love. Because it's like, if I like you, then there's got to be some common ground there. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, maybe it's just me pulling my personality trait from all of my friends. But But no, yeah, it's very cool. Very enjoyable. Um, I think one of my favorite memories with you and food would be um, when we said we were going to start being healthy and oh. going to the gym and working out and then we went to dinner we went to get eat dinner at my parents place and my mom made this um, I'm a, my mom's Italian she's a wonderful 100% Sicilian <laughs> love her and she made this beautiful pasta I think she made like homemade raviolis that night like the homemade dough and everything like she made raviolis and cream puffs mm-hmm. dessert and like Meg and I just looked at each other and went like, "Oh, um, yeah, we're gonna have to wait." Um, it was so good, though. So it was good. Worth it. it was. I'm gonna have to try making those. She said they weren't that hard. Yeah. Oh, my but she made the dough herself. Like that's impressive. Yes, I know she's fantastic. I, uh, love her. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could cook like her. Um, but yeah. So that that was fun. That um going in to indian river county's only asian food market yes that's literally the size of a large bathroom they moved to a bigger place now really? my mom just told me i haven't been but yeah like in the <gasps> past few weeks oh my gosh mm-hmm. good for them i know <laughs> wait oh wait that makes me really happy oh mm-hmm. good for them that's cool yes yes um, oh, yeah. So that's one thing that kind of sucks about Indian River County, if you're familiar with Florida. Um, it's just white people everywhere. Um, n- no accommodating stores. But that's what's cool about um, Meg coming to visit me in Jacksonville, hopefully, eventually, mm-hmm. because there are so many more accommodating Grocery stores, restaurants. Jollibee. Um, Jollibee. <laughs> The only one in the southeast, if I'm not mistaken. Um, actually, they opened one in Tampa. Oh wow! Recently, okay. Yes, I believe last year or before that. I don't know. My perception of time isn't good anymore. Who's <laughs> um, <laughs> this? But they opened one in Tampa, so those are the only two in the southeast, I believe. Such random cities to have them in. Like, I'm surprised. Like, I don't know bigger cities elsewhere in other states don't have them. right i think there's like new york and california that's it that's so weird i'd expect like dc or like i did texas i don't know or even florida like orlando not jacksonville i think it's because it is like filipino owned like it's owned by people like it came from the philippines mm. and it had to move here gotcha yeah. so Okay. I think Will I Am owns one of them. <laughs> really? Yeah. The singer? Yeah, from Black Eyed Peas because he's Filipino. <gasps> oh Wait, gosh. is he Filipino? Oh, I don't no, know. No, Apple the App is Filipino. Maybe Apple the App owns it. 
I don't know. One of the people from the Black Eyed Peas is Filipino, and one of them owns, <laughs> and one of them owns a Jollibee, and I think it's Apple Diet. That's so great! Oh my god, uh, fun fact, guys, you learned so much cool information yes. on this show. <laughs> Random loose, useless facts you can tell your friends. Yes. Um, yeah. Wait! Oh my gosh! Wait! Uh, wait let me check. Time check. Ah, uh, we're coming to the end. We're coming to the <laughs> end. But um, w- one last thing that I do always ask guests on the show is your favorite ice cream flavor. But since we are, do you want to like guess each other's? Because like I think I know yours. Do I know I yours? Because I'm our favorite kinds of ice creams, and I know you said you liked popsicles, obviously. Because well, also Indian popsicle, you like. But this is true. I feel like I feel like you might like a like a brighter, maybe a fruitier kind of ice cream, like more on the sweeter side than like creamy. Um. Yes, yes question mark i mean i know you 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 said i think in the past either like a mango sorbet or something that has just like a bunch of stuff in it yeah like a bunch of caramelly chocolatey things yeah so i like i like mango specifically like the flavor from the philippines that's like mango it's very it's like creamy actually like ice cream mango and it's so good Ooh. and yeah just anything with a bunch of stuff just throw things in there like <laughs> chocolates different kinds of chocolates caramel peanuts brownies mm. oh, so good i love it <laughs> um oh god what's yours i feel bad uh forgot <laughs> i like mint chocolate chip mint chocolate chip okay mm. but then like i also like i mean you weren't it wasn't totally wrong with like fruity because i really like like mango sorbets i think yeah i was nice. really like, thinking about mangoes just because i you like the fruit Oh my gosh, I love mangoes. I would. Die. That's one thing I've noticed here. Like, you drive around South Florida, and there are a bunch of mango trees. Just like so many people have them in their yards, on the side of the road, whatever. Here, it, I, I have yet to see one. I I drive around the silly little roads in Jacksonville, and I have not. Because they're starting to flower now, the trees. Oh. And I don't see any. And I'm just like, okay, so. I guess this is a request. If anybody's <laughs> listening to this in Northeast Florida and you have a mango tree and you don't want them to go bad, um, I would take some, please. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's because Jacksonville like gets cold. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe because it's not as tropical. Yeah, I love how North Florida is already not as tropical. I know, and Vero's not even South Florida. Like, I mean, it is, but like, it's the north end of South Florida. Yeah. Yeah, but on my bucket list, it's still my goal to try, a, like a mango, in the Philippines. Oh yeah. So, to go there and to eat a mango. Oh, I would take. I would love to take you to the Philippines. I said, once COVID's over, we're on our way, baby. I know. <laughs> oh, give me free plane tickets, please. Oh my goodness. Ah, oh, but thank you so much. Thank you for sharing all of these funny throwback stories or more information on what you do i just i appreciate it so much thanks for having me of course do you want to you want to plug any of where you are on the internet uh sure so uh for harana uh the instagram is harana.clothing that's h-a-r-a-n-a did i spell that right (laughs) 
<laughs> clothing. So. Um, and then the website link to the shop is just right in that bio. Um, on YouTube, you can find me. My name is Mego Cabras on there. It's Mego, and then the last name is C A B R A S. And follow the Indie Popsicle on Instagram. <laughs> Thank you. you guys for listening to that episode of the indie popsicle it was edited by me carissa marquez and that's why things are a little shaky and don't necessarily sound the best so thank you for putting up with that and intro and outro music was by hayden keltner you can find me on instagram at the indie popsicle or twitter at indie underscore popsicle thanks for listening